0: dove descending breaks the air with flame of incandescent terror of which the tongues declare the one discharge from sin and error. The only hope or else despair lies in the choice of pyre or pyre to be redeemed from fire by fire. Who then devised the torment? Love. Love is the unfamiliar name behind the hands that wove the intolerable shirt of flame which human power cannot remove. We only live, only suspire, consumed by either fire or fire. and we made it okay it was my fault this time with my power adapter we guys you guys we need the fire out of the wall to be able to do tonight's stream. so thank you for waiting (laughs) fire power dove power so i was i was thinking about what it's been like since since our intermission we had those pigeons sitting on the the royal um theater down there in the in land of enchantment in Santa Fe, and you know, took our break off for the the one Christmas we had the second Christmas now too, right? And I, you know, th- and then I got sick, right? Obviously, so I've sort of been struggling through voice and, tr- you know, movement and rom coms and doom. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, how are we gonna pull out of this one? <laughs> How how do we get out of the doom? I I think I think you know we're 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 now so that th- we had our intermission and we sort of had you know twenty I lost track I I do actually pay attention how many episodes we've done and which which one this is I'm not sure twenty five six yeah. I think but that we we sort of did a whole season and you get the the kind of energy off of. We can do it. We can make it to the end of you know the, the the fullness of the end of the season, and then Christmas hit, and then oh, now where are we now? Right? Which 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 church season are we trying to fly through now? It's the second season. It's the it's like second. So we got first season. Now we have second season. Can we make it? T- can we make second season have the same the same energy? Which is also kind of our cultural problem. So we're going to read some poetry tonight, I think, because how else are we going to solve our our cultural
1: problem? <laughs> I was just thinking we're in second we, we we had our first Christmas, then we had second Christmas cuz we are double dipping. <laughs> so we're coming up to Epiphany, the feast of the Epiphany soon.
0: Second Epiphany. This, this is, epiphany. is this is this is yeah. good. So we need we need a second Epiphany off of the insights that we soared with in our first season and now we're in the second season and the thing is the second season is always hard right you have you have the the novelty of the opening layers of things and then kind of, we've kind of made some promises that we're going to solve all of the problems out there <laughs> <laughs> have have these dove? i t- this dove flying about into the into the into the internet into the magical portals that we we speak to each other through and she has got to find some hope and joy and you know olive branches on the tossing flood of this cultural catastrophe that is i you know i think i think no truly i'm I'm describing for real the problem of like yeah. Once you've done a course and you you repeat it, you're repeating it and you're carrying on. And, and we've sort of, we've given you all enough. I was also thinking of this terms. This is like 102, right? <laughs> Pigeon 101, we gave you the pieces, the, the sort of most basic elements of this arc that we were trying to build. We've talked about Mary. We've talked about Christ. We've talked about McLuhan. We've talked about the rave and the celestial sort of longing that we have for the light and the angels and and the the way we get trapped into surrogates for that dance and we've talked about mm-hmm. the you know the the why we why we're in the flood that we are with the vending machine and the empire and you know who are we what kind of culture what you know what is exactly we're looking for and this is going to feature in our conversation tonight, right? Because some of some of what's been happening is through the English and the language. And you and I have had a few backs and forths. It's like, I like English. No, I don't like English. What are we going to do with English? English as this linguistic crux for us of identity, but also magic spells. Mm-hmm. And we've talked through the gaslighting and we've talked through the sort of where the cultural energy is coming from the art and the icons i mean guys we've solved it all right and yet nothing <laughs> <laughs> we're still we we've sort of peeled back at least what we knew i think what some of what you and i knew setting out on this journey mm. and now now we're in for it right we're really really in for it we have to find the the uh, the horizon the part 2 Part two is always hard, mm. and maybe part three and the part four and part five. We're almost. This is actually topical. That those of you who are hanging on for the the first act of Draco Alchemicus, right? We're, we're 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 almost done, sort of close, right? And we have to do pictures. And so there's going to be a Kickstarter. We're going to try that again, right? But the setting setting up the story, setting up the actors, setting up the characters and the problem, and now, but we're now we're all in it. What are we going to find? How are we going to how are we going to not just sort of do the, the opening burst of the dance, but really carry this through into meaning?
1: Yeah. As you were describing that, I had the image of dental surgery.
0: Oh god, dental surgery. <laughs> well,
1: it's like we have this, we have, um, you know, act one of Draco, which has been setting everything up. up in the story right and, and uh looking at the 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 deluge that we're in right now as a culture so it's like you know when you go a little, like you got a little bit of a toothache you think oh yeah I should probably go on and check that out and then whenever you see a dentist
0: <laughs> they're just but- the Unruptably rot <laughs> has gone down into your gums and you're going to lose the tooth yeah, we, and-, and
1: it's in the jaw and then suddenly it's like okay you just uh <laughs> we've got to tear through your bone and and you know rip everything out and uh it's way worse than you thought it was uh yeah so it, it it's kind of felt like that a little bit like uh it hasn't been it hasn't been a comfortable experience setting up this story uh the Doing the arc parallel to writing *Draco Alchemicus*, it's uh, it, it it's like a we're we're trying to we're trying to find uh, stability in a very chaotic uh, stability in it, and it feels like the more we've all of the problems the the more <laughs> you know we can't there's no copium like we can't run away from it you know
0: there's no copium yeah. left at all there's no
1: copium left
0: yeah,
1: yeah. um <laughs> the, the dog agrees
0: the dog agrees um, <laughs> 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 uh, mm. Surgery. Yeah. Well, so, you know, there's 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 a bit of news down under in your neighboring country. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever however whatever relationship you all in Oceania have to each other, um that you know what uh, Arden Jacinda has just resigned. Oh I didn't did, even know Did you know that? This I is this even... this this literally hit like an hour or two ago oh, on all okay. of the I on all it. of the news the news flashes, the breaking nine one one and you know, Telegram was it was not quite as a light with the news as when Russia invaded the Ukraine last year. <laughs> that was that was amazing, right? Watching that blow up on Telegram and saying, Wow, I wonder when we're gonna hear about this in the normal news. Hmm. Um this my husband actually saw about arden um and i'm like is that just happened what you know cuz i i was surprised i hadn't seen it on telegram yet and it it was within minutes right so we're in this and what um the uh the 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 wannabe globalists are in davos right now doing their meeting yes. and and feeling it sounds to me like from some of the reports that they're having that they're feeling kind of like they've lost the thread too that they want to still be in control of the story and calling all the shots and being able to, to set up, you know, what, what, whatever, whatever drama we're going to find ourselves in next. And they don't seem to be feeling it. They don't seem to be having a sense that anybody's listening to them anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the bluff of their poker games kind of won off like <laughs> everybody.
0: Right. Just,
1: yeah like the, the couple of journalists that were following the Pfizer CEO around were asking him very blunt questions in the street he was just walking and saying have a good day and they completely ignored him and kept following him up through the streets and um <laughs> the the public seemed to not have this uh fear of, of the the actors anymore you know the mm. the, the the corporate heads that are out there at the front i mean um that arden has uh resigned she was looking very much like the entity <laughs> the entity whatever it is you know
0: the gollum like gollum like yes well she's in her press report It. people were coming It's like she looks like she's about to cry right so something's yeah I, and 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 what's interesting is like we've I, we, as we talked last week like we've been in this this doom arc for some some time now and the feeling of I mean not even just losing the thread but the 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 waters swirling around and nobody even even the people that claimed all along all these last several years to. You know, have the answers and be able to tell us what to do. I mean, Arden, right? She was big on telling everybody what to do. You must do this, or else we're going to put you in jail. And you must do that, or you're all going to die. And that the the confidence that they have in their their doomsaying is law is looks like it's a bit a bit, a bit frazzled. Well, it's a bit frayed. It's interesting because she was
1: the um. She was probably the creepiest gaslighter of all of the oceanic gaslighters were mm. in- clearing mandates. Uh, basically uh, grinning ear to ear inchalantly at the idea of locking New Zealanders out of uh, polite society. Absol- absolute right. disregard for the fact that she was ruining people's lives. And at this uh about her while she was doing it. Mm-hmm. Which I I've, i I'm not sure if you guys in the States have the same <coughs> to have a little bit more of a uh, a more forceful uh honest authoritarianism. But down here it's uh it feels like the leadership speak to the public like they're in kindergarten. it's very infantilized Mm. so she she was uh gaslighting you with this odd cheerfulness of someone who was hosting sesame street but at the same time destroying everybody's lives but you say that she's frazzled
0: (laughs) well (laughs) she looks a little frazzled but i mean she's she's saying it's something like by february 7th or something but anyway she's just just given a press conference saying she's stepping stepping down party
1: party's I, there over were, there, there was a uh, footage of her doing this you know during the mm-hmm. press conference and uh, <laughs> somebody had tweeted I've had it my entire life I know one when I see one so in terms of the confidence of what they were doing I mean how much of that was aided by uh chemical assistance you know what what does it take oh probably most, most I mean disaster?
0: some. Some kind of chemical assistance, one way or the other, right? Yeah. It's it's. it's, I mean, it doesn't. um, If she's doing that with her nose, it's (laughs) it's suggestive, right? But the thing is, they were they were playing this. You know, we're going to force this chemical assistance on everybody else.
1: Yeah. As
0: as if it would be. um, I don't know. I so I'm I'm still not I'm I'm still sort of. I don't really believe that most of those people, understood what they were doing. I, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not on the complete, you know, it's like complete there. They, they were doing, they were giving people cancer and blood clots and strokes and stuff. And they meant to, I, I don't think that, I, I think they're in that kindergarten teacher mode that you're describing her voice mm-hmm. using of the, knows in, best. the in group that have all the meetings that that decide for the good and, and I, Arden and that group, I think, are I, I do and I'm still not sure whether there's a, a layer, like, so we're playing, we're playing a lot of this, sort of thinking this through plot wise in Drake, Drake Alchemicus, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like that the, the opening act that we've been working on since about almost this time last year, right? It's, it's, it's been a long journey setting up this, this first book um that, the dragon is the the ruler of the city but there we have various characters that are coming in as aspects of the dragon so they they act in the you know the the conversations with the human characters but you're we, we ourselves as we're writing i was like we're get, are we going to show the i mean i think the dragon's going to have to show up eventually right as an actual on stage character but there's also the just the feel of his the 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 dragon's power to convince everybody that they're in the right court right and that they're going to be able to be in the game and that, that if they play the game well they'll have access to the kinds of you know um medicinal powers that the dragon is named for right his alchemical powers yeah. and that it and that if they have that access then i mean I, you know just the surfing on the Desire for that level of power. I I can see. I mean, that's why we were making jokes about Arden looking like Gollum, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's been so captured by the precious, and this this desire for the control and the goodness, that goodness, that controlling goodness,
1: which is not goodness.
0: Well, it's, so in, in in the poem that I started us with, you know, the pyre and the pyre and the fire and the fire and the, that that mm. intolerable shirt of flame, which human power cannot remove. I mean, there's a, there's a lot in this. There's a lot in this imagery. <laughs> and, and, and I think also what I realized kind of what we want to do in, in this episode is help people understand in my head. Now I'll tell, I'm telling you now <laughs> help.
1: Uh, she tells me last. So, <laughs> and I tell you last.
0: It was in my head earlier um, that, that we've said that the mosaic arc is about like why poetry, why Christianity, why the dragon okay. common room? There is a why behind this journey that we are we're, we've been working on and that I realized what we've been doing so as i said earlier we've been putting together all these pieces right you need some sense of christianity at this this powerful Mythological symbolic level that most people don't really talk about. I mean, even 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 in the general like you know online conversations, m- in my experience, there's layers and layers that we have yet to tap. Right. Hopefully, we can keep going, right? Because the the inexhaustibility of the imagery that we are um, shown in scripture. I mean, it should be inexhaustible. This is God we're trying to have access to, mm-hmm. um, and only so much of God has been revealed to us. And so only some, but no matter what, I mean, the medieval commentators on scripture have this, this, this sense that it doesn't matter how many times you've read it, you're always going to be finding new connections and associations and revelations. It's, it's so deep, right? So you know that we needed to sort of give people the, the, the you know, the, the beginning version of what what would I say if I'm trying to show you what Bede reads or what Rupert of Deutz reads, right? When he's going into scripture and finding all these layers. And we needed to give some sketch of the history that we've been thinking about, you know, that the history of the spice trade and the history of the empires and the history of, you know, modernity. We've realized we've worked through all of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, the looking at things like, the, the poets and the artists who start like just sticking their hands in the, in the electric, in the electric socket, and the, this generate and yay, for example. <laughs> and that all of that, somehow in our minds, we were very, very clear about this. Even if you all have maybe not understood where we were going, we did know where we were going, but we just needed to put all the pieces in there to finally show you maybe a little bit of it. Like, what is it we're trying to access through saying iambic pentameter or bust right this 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 problem that we started in the dragon common room several years ago when i just had this insight right it's it wasn't it wasn't even a pro- i mean it, was, it wasn't a big plan like i'm going to write epic poems with this group that i put together it wasn't there was nothing that clear in mm-hmm. my sense of we've got we've we've got to somehow deal with all of this in poetry otherwise it never grounds, right? I'm mm. I'm happy to report that my laptop is is now charged and it's out of the red and the battery. That we needed somehow to find the grounding for this energy that's flying all over the place. And I just had this, you know, sort of nudge. I guess I mean this for me is the way I would say. I hope not proudly that Mary and the Spirit have worked with me in my life. It's it's like. There's this ping, you sort of go, uh-huh. You're gonna do this now. And you're like, Yeah, I had these other things that I was thinking of doing, and I thought they were important <laughs> and would like help my career. And 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 the ping is just like, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess I'm setting up this Dragon Common room. We're gonna learn to scan. <laughs> 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 because it really matters, yeah. right? It's it's everything hinges on the poetry. Why? <laughs> why does it all hinge, hinge on poetry why does everything hinge on our being our rediscovering or discovering or revealing or unveiling or building this new arc of symbol and language and sound and music because otherwise we're all going to drown
1: It' so many things yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you write all that down as I was sparking? So you have been having you have been having some interesting thoughts and arguments on in in your Telegram and other online places about language recently. Since our doom I'll be, I'll be, spiral, right? <laughs> the doom, yeah. Ooh, this quake.
1: Which has been really fun.
0: <laughs> this is at just like New Zealand. Maybe Jacinda has to to resign because you know she knows the government's changing. <laughs> and I Thank think you. and you were sparked by that because Vox did some posts talking about how you know the Chinese are going to be in Australia soon, which they're already there, right? So, so yeah. oh,
1: it's it's already happened. Like I mean, uh, the the changes in Australia have been in the last thirty years that it's it's not a so- uh it's not uh it's not a surprise um because we've completely abandoned the british foundations of the entire country Mm. in favor of uh uh, you know the foreign relationships with our immediate neighbors to the north disconnected from uh britain Uh, i mean there there are some uh, trade relationships that are being maintained but it's almost like um Uh, having a friend that you met uh, at a party and then uh, you sort of exchange numbers and you keep in contact once every six months and then, you know, you know each other on social media, but that's about it. So you you can kind (laughs) of, you know know what I mean? Like the, you can, in this world of really odd legal relationships, that's how I feel like we have a parasocial relationship with the British because (laughs) we can see their social media. We know what's going on in their lives, but we have no no immediate contact with them we're so days that it's kind of like oh that's nice you guys deal with those problems And um, we're now facing asia um so i mean i, I have i have thought about it uh for a, a little while you know whether or not i should actually go and Vox publish that blog and i thought oh no <laughs> <laughs> now i've got to but um uh mostly because uh for me it's not it's not the utility of the language it's not just the having the utility of you know uh, of being able to have that instant communication the language is an entire uh, psychological reality that is distinct from the psychological reality uh, so I like looking at other languages for that reason to see how people think within that, uh, the matrix and get inside their head a little bit, and then there's a lot of room for creativity because mm um, it's something like having multiple personality disorder, but it's not sort multiple personality order you get to translate yourself into another linguistic frame somehow, and it's very relaxing if you're someone who's tired of being because <laughs> the well you get a holiday from from the literacy for a moment and uh the foundations of the other language anyway so i uh, looking at mandarin and the a little bit of it.
0: <laughs> you have a you have a name the the hand-drawn bear gave you a name oh yes. yeah yeah
1: hand-drawn bear gave me a name because i i said okay i need chinese name well this has been something for a long time is everybody arguing over uh cultural appropriation in the west well, for me it was like okay if you go to front you should appropriate French, right? Mm. Oh, this is like sk- the schizophrenia of being in the New World West, where people are living right next door to uh, another culture, and that they're going to exist in permanent cultural apartheid. I mean, that's like it's it's mental. Where we get uh, a lot of um, migrants, here, yeah. Chinese migrants and they take on so I said okay well if we're going to get mailing from Shanghai who's called Francesca then I want a Chinese name so Handrong Be gave me one which was really cute so it's I think she said it was roughly it's like singing pigeon in Google but she said it was roughly roughly translated as <laughs> pigeon who crows poetry so uh, I, think that's, I think that's pretty cool so yeah I got a Chinese name now
0: Pigeon and who then, crows poetry. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's good. We got a crow, we've got a crow in there. Crow poetry. Good... Yes, no, Yay! I know. It's everything. It's
0: it's it's perfect. I was pretty excited about it. Oh um, It's the goth. And then it's the ahead, goth dove crowing poet, you know, the goth goth dove poet. Something yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool other uh, language is written and you know just the basic things and and laughing at this because uh I feel like it's justified my grumbling over English a little bit more now I, I I'm, I'm starting to be able to articulate what bothers me about English because mm. I speaking English you said no I don't say that you know English is beautiful we can do well, all no I didn't say
0: don't say that I just I just say I love English, mm. and I, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very good at learning to read other languages, and I seem incapable of learning to speak other languages. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I had, I had the comfort of my dissertation advisor telling me once. Well, she's found that you know, if you become very, very strong in one language, it becomes harder. I don't know. <laughs> that that I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm trapped in English because obviously I, you know, can read other yeah. languages, but the what I do love about English is what we're exploring in the poetry is how it can speak across so many different registers precisely because it's a completely mongrel, um, but whatever it is, right? It's, it's, it's gone through so many mongrelizations and creolizations and doggynizations and such. There was, there was a cute little video that, that, um, one of the chat found with the guy talking about speaking English instead of English. Saying if you spoke what we think of now as English, but without all of the French and Latin and oh, <laughs> all the other yeah. words, the words that came into English after it was Old English, and and you know, but the thing is, Old English. I'm I'm working right now in my um my campus teaching. We're doing Anglo-Saxon England, right? And so every 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 few years, I I sort of glance longingly at Old English and wish I could read it better. It's really I mean it's as Germanic as you get with the inflections and the conjugations and the complexities of the nouns and you know the, the genders and everything. Modern English is wiped you know all of that's wiped out. All we have it, English is quote, I don't know whether it's hard or easy to learn. it's hard to learn to pronounce. It's easy to learn to speak because presumably because the world did, it's it's already a, a, a pigeon. It, it's yep. been it's been pigeonized. <laughs> <laughs> so many times from Old English which the Danes living the it sort of you know gets gets the Old English loses its particularity and you end up with Middle English and the Middle English has to you know be Frenchified because the Normans are all in control and then you know you get the, the all of the contacts with all of the peoples you know in the colonial period and so you get I guess Spanish and by the end of it it's like English is kind of all languages stripped down <laughs> it's 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 a very imperial language was, in that sense
1: yeah well I, I was gonna say I was speaking to a guy in a call center yesterday and he was and uh yeah, so I thought that was funny because they they literally do speak pigeon English <laughs> pigeon, pigeon yeah. English
0: pigeon English
1: yep yep um
0: well so I thought so I have I have a bit more poetry to go with this part of the theme Those watching will, you know, maybe if I don't show you what book it is, (laughs) you'll have to guess what it is. Okay. A reading. Words move. Music moves. Only in time. But that which is only living can only die. Words, after speech, reach into the silence. Only by the form, the pattern, can words or music reach the stillness as a Chinese jar still. Moves perpetually in its stillness. Not the stillness of the violin while the note lasts, not that only, but the coexistence. Or say that the end precedes the beginning, and the end, the beginning, were always there, before the beginning and after the end, and all is always now. Words strain, crack, and sometimes break under the burden, under the tension, slip, slide, perish, decay with imprecision, will not stay in place, will not stay still shrieking voices, scolding, mocking or merely chattering always assail them, the word in the desert is most attacked by voices of temptation the crying shadow in the funeral dance the loud lament of the disconsolate chimera I thought that was topical (laughs) definitely Poets do try to explore this problem of words and their limitations and their bounds and their breaking. I was like, but I kept thinking about this when you were in the fights in the telegrams, <laughs> which I want you to tell people more about. Okay, so you're trying you were thinking about Chinese and we were thinking about English as different flavors. Of expression and and the degree to which they structure our ability to express ourselves and therefore our ability to have particular kind of social understanding. And right. here our poet is talking about the cracking and as the words crack and sometimes break under the burden, under the tension, slip, slide, perish. Right. This this and I I also like, scolding, mocking, or merely chattering, the shrieking voices in the desert. That that we're we we are feeling. I mean, we felt this in the in the social media world, right? That's the language breaking down, the shrieking, the crying, the the cracking. But the, but what you're ex- exploring with the the Chinese is also the degree to which our framing, by way of the language that we're speaking, is cracking. Yeah, yeah, it's.
1: I have to formulate this thought properly. So it was connected to somebody talking about demographic replacement of foundation populations of different nations or countries or empires. Um, We've talked about this problem before, what happens when a nation becomes an imperial power. So it breaks the boundary of territory to become imperial then when it does that it starts to absorb other nations into it so it's like the language a language is doing that all the time it's 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 not in isolation of itself once it's being exposed people that are speaking that language yeah you know, you know the the idea of uh having going back to the 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 idea of like a multiple personality disorder, but, but the the english that my grandparents were speaking doesn't really exist here anymore because they were in a completely different uh, uh, environment and they were talking to completely different people when they were speaking so yeah, I was I was having a discussion with someone. Uh, wait, how many people have I been
0: fighting with this You've episode? been fighting with everybody. <laughs> you, you, wait, now I forgot how it goes. Dove crowing poetry, you. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, uh, I mean, it's just the idea of foundational population. Okay, so we talk about that, but then it's like the foundational language of that population, uh, which is problematic because uh we can't crystallize the language it, it it's not going to be put into a uh, prigogenic storage or you know it can't it can't be kept and held away from influence of uh, it, it can't be kept away from foreign influence
0: so that's that's what the, so the, that's what the poet was saying yes. words after sp- uh, words move music moves only in time but that which is only living can only die words out, that he's thinking about yeah. this problem of the movement in time that music is dead if it's not in time as well so the, the the language has to be to be it has to be breathed to be alive but in being alive it's going to be changed
1: yes yeah and the experience that speaking the language becomes infused in the language and then passed down to another generation so the whole process of this like i'm going to learn another language like i'll give an example so a lot of the the italian and greek speakers that uh i know here they speak 1950s italian or or greek Mm. (laughs) yeah 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 the way the um way that particular kinds of phrases emerge too like they develop very 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 funny friend of mine her mum she used to say "chops and chips," like as in lamb chops and chips, and like fried. But instead of saying it in Greek, she would say it as a Greek English, like vulgarified English. So she would say chips chipsia." I think anyway, it was just, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so no one else speaks like that. So when uh, you know in all my. so yeah there's this kind of like um uh, that i'm going to learn uh italian if i learn italian from people in italy versus if i learn italian from the nonas that migrated here i'm basically going to be learning different dialects you you can you can understand them of course you're going to speak the language in a standard way if you want but the influence is going to be different because in in that language have been completely different so Mm. this is why I was arguing with um, who I was arguing with about the demographic shift because uh, the the idea of that was that you can cordon off a demographic prevent it from having any any foreign exposure whatsoever prevent it from being mongrelized, you know, this idea of keeping it pure. Uh, the it, it makes no sense in an imperial context. And um, I think it was Mel that posted the the link that the, basically all speaking now are imperial languages, unless they're Aboriginal languages, you know, unless they're Indigenous.
0: Right, and um, the Aboriginal. So yeah, uh, Mel, is, Mel in the comments is saying, Empire language six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jinx, yeah, yeah, wait. And Casey English is a, English is a language that resulted for the colonization of other languages. Then it linguistically colonized the world. Mel says Gutenberg, the world. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're yeah. already, and this is uh, just to give the caution that, you know, the, the anybody who's had in linguistics class will say that's the saber war hypothesis. And it's like, no, this is not Eskimos have bazillion words for snow and therefore it changes the way they think about, you know, they, they are able to perceive snow. Mm. Um, that there is um we're trying to we're trying to so what my version of this is you know we're talking about all our online fights which is appropriate because the speech right this sort of digital speech that we're caught up in in the internet and and sort of the the conversations that you have in the set the 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 media structure that we get online and telegram and, and things like that um you know the the impatience I get to is fine you you're complaining about the loss of culture make some right mm-hmm. and I think i now I can't remember whether we've talked about this here or I, I'll say you know say it, the primary cultural you know te- gift technique but no i'm 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 losing a word right the primary cultural thing that English did was create iambic pentameter verse mm. that's it right if you are if you're going to be proud of something because you're of english heritage one way or the other everything that they have like their music their architecture their christianity <laughs> all of that's taken from other cultures the, you know, the 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 uh, E. Michael Jones has some you know nice comments in his in his book on beauty. How painting is Italian and music is you know this German development. And Haydn has to come to England and write the Messiah for them because there's no like local guys who are doing Bach level mm-hmm. or Beethoven level. If they think about it, German music is German, Mozart and Beethoven and Haydn and you know maybe it's a little Hungarian list. Painting is Italian poetry of the sort that we're trying to learn to write in the dragon common room is the great literally english literally cult uh artistic form. yeah So Chaucer and Shakespeare and Milton and you know Pope the if you want if you want to be participating in that thing that you claim that is yours primarily because you have this language which you know has gone around the world and everybody speaks it got to be doing it in iambic pentameter because otherwise you're not in fact exploring the true depth of this magical thing that we have which is our 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 words and and our syntax
1: well didn't uh didn't john say the 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 literary sphere you know the, po- the poetry was a kind of uh outlet for them to achieve mystical transcendence that they'd lost Protestantism and their uh, addiction to philosophy.
0: Uh, it's well, so certainly I'm going to have to give away who I'm reading from. It anybody know? Right, Mel says loop gun. Okay, so this is I'm reading from T.S. Eliot, right? And uh, among other things, one Eliot is known for a famous poem called "The Wasteland, which was his depressing one. I chose a I chose a different <laughs> set to be working from tonight, which is the Four Quartets, which are his. Um, his most mature poems and interestingly the ones that had the most i mean they're probably the ones that um earned him the nobel laureate in in poetry um but they're all, they they also had a very divided reception because people had gotten used to him in the early 20s being depressed and you know fraught and joycean in his mixing of languages and things like that joyce and he were friends so after after they didn't like each other to start with, and they then they ended up liking each other. But what he what he finds what he ends up with in the four quartets is one he's converted to Anglicanism, <laughs> so he's convert he's converted from his Unitarian Unitarianism that he grew up with in St Louis. I have I've have infinity for for Elliot because we were both born in the same city, right? He he's born in St Louis on the river, the Mississippi. He 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 says that you know he felt affected by that his whole life with the, the sort of for 16 years of his life. And then he went off to study in England. Mm. So he becomes the most English there is, right? He's sort of an American who goes and becomes as, you know, as English as you can be, because he converts to Church of England, although he's he and at some point describes himself as an Anglo Catholic. So we're 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 delving deep into Englishness by way of mm-hmm. its, it's 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 you know spirituality and its religion. And what I I the four quartets is one of my favorite Compositions of any—it's not an iambic Montana I'm not sure what it's in, but apparently English critics liked it. Americans were kind of hesitant because it's so clearly Christian, Mm -hmm. right? By the end, when you get to the dove passage that I read, he is re-mythologizing the English language into this depth of understanding, and this is what start you know started this thing off. He also I can't remember how I saw this. I think it was a movie. I'm not, I'm not sure. I remember something I was reading. He did a series of lectures um, one year at Ox in Oxford on the metaphysical poets, right? That he was trying to, I, and I think it, it, it's a weird book. I tried reading it. It makes no sense. He can kind of almost didn't do it because he kind of didn't do the research. And then he was locked in a house and he tried to write it and he finally gave the lectures and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that he's he's really wrestling with you know, our identity, right? St. Louis, Mississippi, American identity in English. What do you do with this language and this faith and where is it coming from? I think that's what these poems are, are wrestling with, which is why mm-hmm. things like he's worried about how the language works, time, what we could do with it. It's all this, this sort of layering into exactly what it means to be English at all.
1: Mm-hmm. The the, the identity Crisis.
0: The Anglo identity crisis is Eliot, mm-hmm. straight up, mm-hmm. and 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 so when Jones is saying you know it's like they 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 lose their the English with the Reformation and the destruction of the monasteries they lose the anchoring in the the prayer practice which mm-hmm. is what we're talking about in my medieval mm-hmm. England class right the founding of the monasteries in the in the first in this in the first century of Christianity in in the Anglo-Saxon kingdoms and after those are destroyed in the sixteenth century you get Shakespeare trying to write some kind of mythology into the plays without getting his head chopped off. And then English has been struggling ever since to Mm. find that place of, well, it's, it's just strange when you're talking about Chinese, that Chinese jar still moves perpetually in its stillness, that there's something, you know, there's this longing for the anchor Mm. that we've lost, which fits our theme. Sailing around and sailing around in the internet, trying to find Shanti, which is famously in the Wasteland, right Peace
1: Well, this is the problem. Like Australia is the Anglo identity crisis, uh, like perfected. Yep. Because uh, a lot of a lot of Australians of Celtic descent will call themselves Anglo, the distinction between Celts and Anglo Saxons. They don't. They don't actually understand right. the distinction between the Welsh and the English, the Scottish, and the Irish. Even though they'll say, "Oh, I'm part Scottish and part Irish and part Welsh," but not really understanding the 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 ethnic distinctions that they're talking about. And mm-hmm. then, in a call, you know, like Anglo Aussies, as though this encompassed all Australians prior to the 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 mass migration down here which i find really fascinating i was talking to a woman she's from new york she's a black american woman and she was saying something about the 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 tragedy that she doesn't speak her ancestral language which is something that someone else we'll talk about today has mentioned, you know, our ancestral languages were speaking in English and it was tragic and I responded to her and said, Yeah, I know I don't speak mine either, it's terrible, isn't it? She was (laughs) she was really confused, you know, it was kind of shocked, polite acknowledgement, but I don't think it really sunk into to to her what I was what I meant by that. Right. uh, that I we've we got the same problem down here. (laughs) So um yeah so uh, you know adopting chinese it, it's it's sort of like uh when it comes to that conversation on nationalism you like, oh, say okay so you're going to learn that you're going to learn foreign language now i say well no we've always been learning foreign languages that this right. is what i'm doing is i'm stepping out of one imperial language into another language it's the that we're going to speak uh hand over or change changing the guard in terms of the the imperial tongue that we're going to be using um, language that I that I can't do in another uh, the, the, just the necessity to breathe that
0: Christian into English. So interesting, I'm thinking about this because my class today on campus was Bede and his history of the ecclesiastical history of the English people, Historia Ecclesiastica Gentia. Golly, I should be able to do this off the top of my head. Um, Gentis Anglorum. I hope that's right. It's in Latin, not English. And what's interesting about it is one, what we we barely know anything about the Anglo Saxons, where they come from, who knows? King Arthur is in fact their enemy, or trying to hire them as mercenaries. Hard to tell if King Arthur exists, right? The Anglo Saxons come out of literally nowhere in terms of the stories that we have of them. So migration period, right? You're talking about the people that are in Australia and they've lost who they are. This is like Anglo Saxon origins is losing who they were. They have no stories of where they came from except for when you finally get beowulf written down in the 11th century and it's i mean there's a whole like i'm also reading right now a a new translation of beowulf which is trying to show the the um old the the old english layering underneath when we try to translate into modern english and how much of the world that we lose but that whole world is lost it's gone it's it's imaginary, it's mythical, it's an aura, right? And so one of the other things we're doing in the Medieval England class is reading Michael Wood's um, In Search of England essays, and he had this essay on what it was like, you know, what's like to visit Jarrow now, where he lived, and how it's, you know, up there in the north of England, and it's all industrialized, topical for our empire. And um, the people who come to the little study center that they have where the monastery was, uh, you know, they... The, the the school groups and such, they don't know anything about it. Christianity, apparently, I guess you know, the, the Anglican Church is not doing terrifically well, <laughs> despite Eliot and C.S. Lewis and, and Tolkien. Not so much because he was Catholic, but you know that the early twentieth century efforts to, to put some robustness back into the Anglican cultural life. So they don't know what they don't know what a monastery was. They like the animals. They you know they're trying to get an aura of something or other. Well. The the everything that Bede is describing, he's written in Latin, and it's in fact projected onto guess what, Rome and the Holy Land, <laughs> Francia to a certain extent, Gaul and such. He, it's it's like English begins in a loss of identity when Bede is writing, in, guess what, the imperial language, right? So his his history of the English begins with when Rome when Caesar you know came to Britain. And everything that he does in his scholarship and his life, and even in his stories about how we became, how we English became Christian, is about incorporating them into this empire the, the, and mm-hmm. learning Latin. And you know that they have abbots and and archbishops that come from North Africa and and, and um, uh, Tarsus, right? In, in, and now Tur- in Turkey, Cilicia, um, that teach them Latin and Greek, right? So this I mean it's it's sort of almost to be English is to be in this not only imperial context but in this loss of your ancestral identity thanks to migration. Mm. I mean Guess off. what? We <laughs> did that in America too. <laughs> There's Elliot. He he apparently came from his family apparently came from Boston and they're Boston Brahmin, right? And he's that's why he's Unitarian. But he's living in St. Louis you know which is the center of the movement west and this sort of weird kind of you and I talked about St. Louis a lot as this little Egypt area yes. right of of the uh the middle the middle continent such so as like we this constant transplanting and English is the only anchor that we get <laughs> actually <No. laughs> the language right our pirates speak that's that's what we get everything else the tech the industry the the um you know even the geographic location it's all it's all you know we're transplant people mm. the, the the connection at the
1: beginning of your I saw about it bleak that.
0: but you're back in yeah back yeah in. yeah no I
1: had to drop out and come back in Well done you migrated <laughs> <laughs>
0: so how are we going to solve this 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 angst, this longing this, okay I've got another reading um, that was a way of putting it not very satisfactory paraphrastic study in worn out poetical fashion leaving one still with the intolerable wrestle with words and meanings the poetry does not matter it was not to start again what one had expected What was to be the value of the long-looked-forward-to, long-hoped-for calm, the autumnal serenity, and the wisdom of age? Had they deceived us, or deceived themselves, the quiet-voiced elders, bequeathing us merely a receipt for deceit? The serenity only a deliberate habitude, the wisdom only the knowledge of dead secrets, useless in the darkness into which they peered, or from which they turn their eyes. There is, it seems to us, at best, only a limited value in the knowledge derived from experience. The knowledge imposes a pattern and falsifies. For the pattern is new in every moment, and every moment is a new and shocking valuation of all we have been. We are only undeceived of that which deceiving could no longer harm. In the middle, not only in the middle of the way, but all the way in a dark wood, in a bramble, on the edge of a Grimpen, where, there is no, where is no secure foothold, and menaced by monsters, fancy lights, risking enchantment. Do not let me hear of the wisdom of old men, but rather of their folly, their fear of fear and frenzy, their fear of possession, of belonging to another or to others or to God. The only wisdom we can hope to acquire is the wisdom of humility. Humility is endless. The houses are all gone under the sea. The dancers are all gone under the hill. Man, this is good stuff. (laughs) You see how many layers he put in? This is Tolkien-level layering of... I think you froze again. She, you need to. I can hear you, but you're you're frozen. You're still. You've fallen into stillness. Please, please, blip in and out. No, you're still sitting still, very still, leaving one still with the intolerable wrestle with words and meanings. <laughs> you have i can hear you mel says i need to buy more t.s Elliot. yes he didn't he didn't actually publish that many poems the cat's one i the cat the cat's poems are fun i can i can i can hear you but i i don't i don't see you move No 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 you need you need to try reconnecting so that we get you in in your yes, drop in and out. Bye bye. You're still not moving. I want you to move. I want you not still. I want you living in time and movement. <laughs> Just like our language. Yes. <laughs> now you're moving. There you good. Well done.
1: Fantastic. Once again, the internet has given us a It's example. got, it's what got, we've to got to, I don't
0: know how we defeat the, defeat the internet when it seems to be poetically matching <laughs> us in all of our meditations. I think it, yeah, I think it's helping um it wants to help that's it it wants to help mm-hmm. bless its heart it has no heart it's 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 merely just waves like, it's, just it's, it's just
1: like Jacinta Arden,
0: electric electric waves but uh well we've got I, the themes are pattern and age and the the limited value of experience mm. and monsters and lights and I mean it's like the that I'm only getting it as I'm reading it out loud and realizing how I mean I I've re- I've, I have a recording of of these that I've listened to many many times and but not for a while and realizing it's like I think all of our work that we've done with our are you still moving? Yes, you're yeah. moving. Yeah. You you sit you sit very still and thoughtful and then I like, wait, did she Okay. Um the, when, you read, when you read poetry, I sort of get a little bit drugged by it. You were! Was, you <laughs> were you were sitting there drugged by my Elliot, their fear of frenzy, their fear of possession, of belonging to another or to others or to God. Mm. Right. You see he's he's going straight into the spell casting mm. of this language and it's interesting because it's not really metered it's it's whatever blank verse and i don't usually like that so that i like elliot as kind of my, breaking my own rules um mm-hmm. and uh he is i think he he's he's delving like tolkien into the englishness of england which ends up with this problem of being able to speak whatever it is and the depths of the mythology that we are always longing for, right on the edge of a Grimpen, i don't even know what that is—where is no secure foothold and menaced by monsters, fancy light, fancy lights, risking enchantment. Do not let mm. me hear. It's it's. This seems to and this and when Bede's talking about you know the conversion of England, it's all about the miracles that are worked in the monasteries and the kings and things like that that. I mean, that we have Tolkien as our, you know, marker for whatever, I mean, Tolkien is the great, the, this great mo- modern imagery of the longing that the English had for that story that they never wrote down. It's almost mm-hmm. that the Englishness of the story is that it was never written down. It's always that longing.
1: Yes. Because the the a marine uh, trail or the road on an ocean changes. You're you're never on the same spot. You're dealing with monsters. You're dealing with lights. Maritime. The imagery that he's using. That the language itself is is kind of uh, following that. Um, the insecurity of being on the ocean.
0: Well, and that fits, I mean, what what we think we know about the Anglo-Saxons is they were ship people. I mean, that fits Mm. in the the Beowulf. Although Beowulf isn't about Anglo-Saxons, it's about Geats and Swedes and Danes. And the Danes were, in fact, the enemies of the Anglo-Saxons. So it's all very complicated. It's like they don't even have their own stories. That was what Tolkien was trying to figure out. It's like, if I can go into the language, into the complexity of the philology and the history of the words i can find the stories that we lost
1: mm. yeah he it, like he wanted a total recall in the entire culture
0: yeah but it was only in the language that he could find it because it's there's nothing else there right everything else gets overlaid by I mean, the Normans are French, although they're Vikings too. But you know, the 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 Christian culture of England is always imported. That I mean, that what what's fascinating about the Anglo-Saxon Christian culture is it's very Eastern, right? You and I have talked a lot about this, right? Yeah. The, the, the 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 visual art is all, you know, iconic. Like it looks Coptic and icon imagery. The yeah. the 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 in in the seventh century these great teachers that came Hadrian from North Africa and Theodore from Tarsus were, you know, coming from the Mediterranean and they were, yes. and, and the great book that Bede's community makes is the Codex Amiatinus, the, the oldest full copy of the Latin Bible. And it's, it's clearly, you know, showing the, the Bible itself, this book shows the way in which they want to be in that story. They want to be in the story of Israel they want to, I mean, would, you know, William Blake and his, did the, you know, oh, did these feet in ancient times walk upon England? It's like, are we the new Jerusalem? That goes back to, you know, the original conversion of the Anglo-Saxons, because that's all they have. They have nothing of their own culture at all, except for the language.
1: Now, that reminds me of someone else. <laughs> Another oh, population.
0: Yeah. Does it, does it, that might, might we put, image. now we finally, we finally have the reveal of the images. Might we put T.S. Eliot next to somebody
1: else? <laughs> yeah, we should. Because that... yeah, yeah, they are now,
0: they are now. The oh, people good. can see them.
1: Oh, fantastic. So you
0: think seeing, that beautiful man in his coat. In his mink coat.
1: <laughs> twinned the, um...
0: with, twinned with Eliot. LARPing as the grand great you know, he's got his his top, his his bowler hat and his umbrella and his briefcase. He's knowing he'll look more English than the <laughs> English. <laughs> yeah well, the Anglo Saxon
1: problem seems very
0: and uh, very, mu- very much to certain certain subset of our population as well. Absolutely. As as you mentioned, you had this conversation with a woman who was saying, we don't speak our ancestral language. Yeah, yeah. What uh, does Ye but, speak, you know, do you think? Our man and mink.
1: Ye speaks, mink. Yay. <laughs> ye, speaks yay. Uh, ye. He, sees, he's, well, he but, clearly speaks
0: dub descending. We're going to get there, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's uh, he's very conscious of this problem of the loss of roots and uh, being adrift in the um, ad- adrift in a foreign imperial uh, language and and being adrift in the waters of uh, of maritime contest. I think you know whether or yeah. not he would whether or not he would explain it like that. Uh, he he feels it. I speak English, you know, which means I'm already degraded. I'm working in a degraded fashion, so I mm-hmm. understand that, which is what I was trying to explain to this woman because uh, the this is a this, this is an America problem, I think. But a, a lot of the um, a lot of the people on Telegrams they have the same issue. They they look at me, and expect that I'm going to be uh, hostage or uh that um you know i lump myself in with anglo identity uh forgetting that we're we are machine people down here yeah we're the we're the byproducts of imperial and colonialism and everything so you know saying to her oh yeah we don't speak our ancestral language either and she she gets very confused because the Colonialism, as you know, it's 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 become the go-to myth for the rest of the world American empire, because America's projected that mythology on, on on everyone. Whereas it's not the it's not the colon, you know, it's not Commonwealth uh, shared by all the Commonwealth people, and it's not shared by um, the rest of the, the the British subjects at all, hmm. um, and. I, I think possibly because, I mean, in the, there, there was never the same uh, energy here that there seems to have been in, in Black America to establish a very unique ethnic identity that was not connected to the majority population in the, you know, in the. Mm. Uh, from the early days, I mean, they uh, the, the Anglo squashed the Catholic liturgy here. It took a very long time for um, Catholics in Australia to, go to a uh, priests that were going to perform the the, the, the the rites of the of the Catholic liturgy in order for them to be able to have the host. They certainly didn't retain a linguistic identity. It was religiously based, and then even in terms of the way that the the church was behaving, Irish identity was kind of relegated to Sundays only. Not in Mm. North America, did but when Kanye when Yay is talking about English the way he was describing it, then I, I hear the residents. I I understand it because um, if you're inclined to feeling that lack of pigeon in English, anemia of the language where it, it's had its, it's had the Christianity blood out of it. You can sort of taste it, but, Mm. you you can feel that it's in me as a loss, loss of uh this loss of salt and light you know the the spirituality is gone from the language it becomes purely commercial and purely purely maritime uh if you're someone who's who likes dealing in uh uh spiritual things then english becomes a uh, it becomes a kind of fire that you have to wrestle with you don't want to be burned by it you don't mm. you know you can be conquered by its commercial by, by its by the how commercial it is kind of work you have to inject the spirituality into the english uh, Bringing Christianity into English, but it's not—it's not a simple thing to do. So I think what Yay describing—I uh, I, heard—I heard—I heard what he was saying. It, it resonated with with me because Australian art is still—we haven't developed our own styles of art here. We don't have a—we uh, don't have a single genre of music that's distinctly. Australia, it's just west, Mm -hmm. you know, radio waves down here. So whoever is playing with English in North America and whoever is dominating radio waves, which their influence on English will hit us very, very strongly we're, you know, forming language here in the same way that you are up there. And the radio waves are American. We're receiving American, uh, yeah, the, the, um, the American alchemy of English.
0: I was so thinking about this, Elliot, you know, I said, grew up in St. Louis on the Mississippi and the the um, black American music comes from the Mississippi. We sort of this, this our, our gay Elliot twinning here is revealing (laughs) patterns that we Mm -hmm. hadn't been conscious of. And that Elliot, even though he, you know, becomes this Englishman recognized that much of what he was wrestling with and trying to access was what he felt growing up. I, I guess he enjoyed Mark Twain and, um that that mississippi feel of where the folk music comes from where the fiddle and the banjo and the the there is um we talked about this in my my last you know route 66 like the summer route 66 journey when you're going down through there and it's you've dropped out again i, t- I talk and she falls out you've got to come back um we go down through the mississippi and it it has access to these monsters and mysteries and languages and music and um who is who is expressing that i think is the the problem guys we got to get her back And she's back. That that one I heard the call <laughs> drop, right? So we've we've dropped you into the Mississippi. We're thinking about the Mississippi. That's <laughs> and I've got I've got I've got what I've got one more meditation from Elliot, and then I want you to to answer all of this, right? So here I am in the middle way, having had twenty years, twenty years largely wasted, the years of L'Entre deux guerres, these writing between the wars, right. Trying to learn to use words, and every attempt is a wholly new start and a different kind of failure. Because one has only learnt to get the better of words for the thing one no longer has to say, or the way in which one is no longer disposed to say it. And so each venture is a new beginning, a raid on the inarticulate, with shabby equipment always deteriorating in the general mess of imprecision of feeling, undisciplined squads of emotion and what there is to conquer by strength and submission has already been discovered, once or twice, several times, by men who one cannot hope to emulate. But there is no competition. There is only the fight to recover what has been lost and found and lost again and again, and now under conditions that seem unpropitious. But perhaps neither gain nor loss. For us, there is only the trying. The rest is not our business. How do we get, how do we, what are we going to do this raid on the inarticulate? She's smiling now. That's good.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> the raid on the inarticulate. <laughs> it's funny. I remember seeing this, uh, this video of a woman, an American woman, she was, uh, bonics in a kind of you know, standard posh British English. And she was re- <laughs> reading, reading a spoken word poetry about being articulate. I thought it was really funny. Uh, switching between the registers of English and what that means. Um, we're... Uh, Articulate. Art war is in the articulate. Everybody that is speaking English has been doing it for a commercial reason. Mm. So, I mean, even arguably, yay, because he's commercialized his uh, manipulation and infusion of the English language. You know, that's the kind of, that's the wizardry of hip hop. It's the magic of language, but it's commercialized. Right. We're dealing with with an imperial language commercial that's had the... um, It's had its origins abandoned because we've abandoned religion that was necessary for English to form in the first place. So we've abandoned myth- mythological origins of our own language. Then mm-hmm. it's been weaponized as a commercial, and so it's been exposed to the entire world without the fortification of its own myth. Then that is reflected in the psychology of the people that speak it as a first as a first language because like i was saying this week when i was you know i'm fighting ranting about mandarin but um the language itself is not fortifying in the sense of uh guarding you culturally it can't it it, it doesn't have this aspect of, and this like the romance languages where you have a masculine and feminine and you can't go in into unisex, hyper feminist cis language when you're speaking in Italian or Spanish because it's obviously going to be la luna or il sole. You cannot abandon mm-hmm. gender in that language, so you don't have this this crisis. We have in English because we don't have gender. even with characters they they don't reflect a kind of. Uh, I and Mandarin and it's the the character argument. That's by side. That can't be eliminated. You know, you can argue all you want about how sexist that is, but at the end of the day, if you eliminate the character, you you've eliminated the character argument. Or when you're dealing with Arabic, you have masculine and feminine even in the the letters. Half of the Arabic mm. script is considered, uh, you know, uh, lunar letters and solar, you know, lunar and solar being the masculine and feminine of that mentality. So, you know, English has nothing. English has nothing to protect us. We're dealing with a cycle that's penetrable on all sides, constantly influenced from the external and then what we're going to give to it uh, has almost instant effect. The, the you know, the, but dealing with this one mythological origins, it's it's like uh, we can't go on like the language is going to. Uh, I I will be hyperbolic, but it's almost like the language itself is going to destroy of that language, unless we can uh, infuse it with uh,
0: Christianity. A prayer. Lady, whose shrine stands on the promontory, pray for all those who are in ships, those whose business has to do with fish and those concerned with every lawful traffic, and those who conduct them. Repeat a prayer also on behalf of women who have seen their sons or husbands setting forth and not returning. Filia del tuo filio Queen of Heaven. Also pray for those who were in ships and ended their voyage on the sand, in the sea's lips, or in the dark throat, which will not reject them, or wherever cannot reach them the sound of the sea bells, Perpetual Angelus. Mm. Kind of spooky. <laughs> Got there. Traffic. This is, and this is, I think it's one of the few, um, of the stanzas where he goes macaronic and is using Italian and Latin and the ships and the sea. And this is where the English are. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this maritime empire, constant in shipwreck and it's with it's only with the lady of the ship that they have safety or hope
1: mm-hmm. yeah without her what what do we have?
0: Oh well it's the next stanza to communicate with Mars converse with spirits to report the behavior of the sea monster. <laughs> 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 Describe the horoscope, horoscopicate or scry, observe disease and signatures, evoke biography from the wrinkles of the palm and tragedy from fingers, release omens by sortilege or tea leaves, riddle the inevitable with playing cards, fiddle with pentagrams or barbituric acids, or dissect the recurrent image into preconscious terrors, to explore the womb or tomb or dreams. All these are usual pastimes and drugs and features of the press Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: always will be some of them, especially when there is distress of nations and perplexity, whether on the shores of Asia or in the edgeware road. It's a great poet. (laughs) Well, so yay has been trying with some of this imagery. Yay. You're flying too high. I'm on a mission from God. I must say the things. What things? The things. What has Vier been singing? In answer to Elliot and his distress at the breakdown of our language.
1: You—you
0: mm. you were supposed to do your homework and pick us a few things to, to play. I did. I—I I picked
1: something <laughs> which I'm, okay. I'm going to pull up now because I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> I'm going to stay on my gold digging theme.
0: (laughs) Yay knows about wrote a song. Hey, that's why he's wearing that mink coat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Well, mm,
1: so the we have like a the the problem of maritime maritime
0: identity. No, she froze. You got to re- reset. I'm going to wait for her to come back this time. I hear you. I don't see you yet. I don't see you yet. You're a you're a you're 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 a Skype thing. It doesn't want us to tell poem. Yay poems. What the things? The things. What things? What things? You are now a phantom. Yeah, you're now. Oh, you're 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 just you're just the Skype s. Okay, as the Skype s, which is mirroring the image of the dove on screen. Tell us your poems. Ah, we're we're getting there. <laughs> I th- I think this I think this fits yet again our theme. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Imperial power uh, on the search for um, resources for colonies and everything, but I think he was dealing with it on a different level. So the opening is this
0: uh, opening of. Mm. You're visually back now, just so you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of you know, she, you, we've got Bassey and she's saying diamonds are forever. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might desert me. So we're getting to the, was the English neurosis and the neurosis of people dealing with English, that commercial imperialism without the mythological foundations of the identity. Searching for something that's not going to disappear like everything else disappears. Being that when you're maritime, (laughs) things disappear. (laughs) Uh, So uh, close your eyes and imagine, feel the magic Vegas on acid seen through Yves Saint Laurent glasses. We're getting immediately in understanding of magic of like a casino environment that it's commerce and magic. For me, this was like mm. the most appropriate image of English that you could conjure in like two lines. Seen through E. St. Laurent glasses, like quotation of the foreign, you know, you're not even looking out of the, you're not even looking out of a, native frame of vision you're looking through something that you bought from right so he goes on and i've realized that i've arrived because it it takes more than a magazine to kill my vibe does he run rhymes so sort of i think um that i mean that mean i forgot better shit than you ever thought up so (laughs) damn he really that caught up. Our classics do my name get brought up. So, like, the this is a kind of like really hyper conscious awareness that he's engaged in his coronation of life.
0: Mm-hmm. Rather,
1: you know, he's engaged in magic for commerce and the language is this kind of like superpower you know the language is the magic right um and then he, he continues on about the you know reflecting on how he knew before and then he made his money through his uh manipulation of english It keeps going to the second uh, verse. I was sick about awards. Couldn't nobody cure me. So talking of yeah. only player that got robbed, but kept all his jewelry. Alicia Keys tried to talk some sense to them. Thirty minutes later, there seems no convincing them. What more could you ask for? The international who complain about what is owed and throw a tantrum like he's three years old. You got to love it though. Someone still speaks from their soul. His soul. Changed by the change or the game or the fame. When he came in the game, he made his own lane. Now all I need is y'all to pronounce my name. So, like, in contrast to, like, this is, uh, to me, this is like a, yeah, just a conscious awareness that this is industrial poetry, you know? Hmm. It's industrial poetry, and the idea is that it's it's not for spiritual formation. It's a com- it's a commercial kind of um, mercantile uh, experience set up English as mercantile gets referred English art, which is what hip-hop is. It's like this uh, is an art for worship, worship of God. This is an art to worship, worship you know, mm. an art to, uh, to find ourselves in God. It's art to find ourselves in recognition, fame, Wealth. So he goes on later on. My father Ben said I need Jesus. So then he pivots to the spiritual, which is odd. You know, he's gone from incredibly secular to saying his father says he took me to church and the water wash over my Caesar his head the preacher said we need leaders right then my body got still like a paraplegic you know who you can call you gotta best believe it the rocks stand tall you would never believe it take your diamonds and throw them up like you're bulimic yeah the beat cold. the flow is anemic Um, there like in the clip to this particular track he's he's got the contrast of luxury Against the church, and showing show the, st- the altar. So there's this, at least for me, what I can hear about is working uh, magic in a language that's magic for commerce, hmm. and crying out for the sacred inside that, and then having very, very little way of escape English doesn't have that uh the English that we're speaking now like the English of modernity has a foundation I like I can't find it I can't feel it when I speak this language which is why I was saying I don't like English I can't feel where I'm grounded on when I'm speaking this um uh in this and if I'm in others I can kind of uh I get more of a sense of having some frame that isn't mm. constantly shifting and being pushed and having uh, these enormous, immeasurable influences on it. You know, like the, it, it, it's kind of like the language is subject to the elements that we're not of unless. You're someone who deals in the manipulation of the elements. You know, it's like you have to be a magician in order to influence English, because it's got so much. Uh, it's it the potential of the uh, the potential of this town to just continue to pull you in is so strong. I don't know if this is making sense.
0: It does because the four quartets. Right, I haven't said what they were. Um, it's um, Burton Norton, East Coker, the Dry Salvages. I'm not sure how to say that. It's, it's supposed to rhyme with the Swages. the Dry Salvages. And oh, Little yeah. getting. Um They're apparently places, and like the Dry Salvages, that's where the 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 section on Mary. It, I think there's a lighthouse off this this. Apparently, um, they're meant to be the four elements apparently I, I mean it's like when you read them it's like they're earth air fire earth air water fire i guess it, very material right i've been reading the sections that are about po you know words breaking and things like that but they're also evocative in this you know little burton norton's in a garden and then the, the dry salvages are you know on this coastline and um What's funny is I it slips away from me exactly what they're supposed to be, but they're meant to be elemental, apparently, or maybe not, right? Mm-hmm. They're about time and, and things like that. So when you're talking about this language that we have, it's, I mean, the so commercial. I mean, that's why it's so pigeoned because it's been flattened out by all of the trading that's yeah. happened in it. It's, it was nothing, you know, it's like it's a trader's language, the nation of shopkeepers. Well, yeah, we've got this language of shopkeeping and trade. Um, but also, as you're as you're talking, saying this is the magic. This wants to be the alchemical language of transformation of the material world.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the transformation of the material world at all costs. Because the other thing is, you know, the, the whole idea behind the, this particular uh, of yays. Is that he's talking about diamonds of Sierra Leone, which is connected to the blood diamond, right? It's that the. This commotion, this like. Then of. Trade. Has everybody digging. uh, Digging for these cold, lifeless. Rocks. Right. Um at all costs. You know, it's like the it, it, it it's almost funny because it's the it's the talisman of status and uh social ascendancy in this English the diamonds. world. The diamond, yes, yeah, yeah yes.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And yet the they are dead things. They're, uh, they're dead things that are, uh, you know, it, it's like this kind of, they're cold, they're lifeless. They're being mined by people which are, are uh, consumed by the trade. So it's like, you've got this dilemma of, do I become a magician and I in the Kingdom, and do I try and influence the language? Yes, okay, so I can do this. Right. But What the, the Magic Kingdom is going to give you, as a, you know, it, it's like you're encouraged to do this, but as long as you're perpetuating the, uh, the cult of those talismans, you know, you have to, you have to, this cult that tells everybody that the fetish item is, uh, is the thing that is to be like, sort out, if this makes sense. So like the, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, uh, Yes, it makes it, sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this uh, very English colonial uh, exchange system, which says everything is going to be fine. The machine, as, as long as it stands, that this is the particular currency of the machine. This is the fetish item. This is the particular cult we're practicing right now, which is uh, digging for these rocks. You know, it's all about those those rocks
0: right
1: um that's the principle cult which uh it's gold digging so it's like diamonds are forever uh everyone's searching for something that's forever everyone within this english system is searching for something that is not going to degrade and disappear
0: mm.
1: and instead of it being a, it's a dead rock We're uh, essentially idolaters, but we don't realize it. I, it's it's interesting. The language. Well, our,
0: juxt- our juxtaposition is actually working magnificently, right? Because the four quartets are all about recognizing our life in time, and the music in time, and the 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 the, the, the need to have that fire in us and instead we're ending up in this dead thing
1: yeah yeah the loveless language
0: well so commercially i we got a super chat which i need to read <laughs> <laughs> if it's
1: not a blood diamond take it back
0: no 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 it says standing <laughs> outside says thank you. I always listen the next day to the podcast. Have a good night, ladies. <laughs> we are trying to be in, in our, you know, now that we're influencers and get super chats, right? Are we of this commercial conversation now? I'm 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 horrified. Because I was I've also been you guys need to pay you know subscribe to and for me to help us, it's the Forge of Tolkien subscription because that's the one that goes to me. You know, it would be nice to have a, a, a bit, a bit of this, a bit of this, you know, blood diamond support for our our poetry musing. Subscribe to our channel. Oh dear! <laughs> See what we've <he> done. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm tripping.
1: I'm tripping. The St. Laurent song. That's what we've just done. (laughs) We've just been tripping to
0: Vegas with the St. Laurent song. Here we go. What we call the beginning is often the end. And to make an end is to make a beginning. The end is where we start from. And every phrase and sentence that is right, where every word is at home, taking its place to support the others, the word neither diffident nor ostentatious, an easy commerce of the old and the new the common word exact without vulgarity, the formal word precise but not pedantic, the complete consort dancing together. Every phrase and every sentence is an end and a beginning. Every poem is an epitaph, every poem an epitaph. And any action is a step to the block, to the fire, down the sea's throat or to an ineligible stone. And that is where we start. We die with the dying, see they depart and we go with them. We are born with the dead, see they return and bring us with them. The moment of the rose and the moment of the yew tree are of equal duration. A people without history is not redeemed from time, for history is a pattern of timeless moments. So while the light fails on a winter's afternoon in a secluded chapel, history is now and England
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is another part but I'm not sure we're quite there yet okay do we have another do we have a hope place I have one more picture do we have a place of hope our, our sanctuary well, hope our so. King. Our, <laughs> king. Otherwise our king our king going to come so back. So this one this is, again. I guess we have we have Yay holding up the Bible which now I realize I should have checked what version he's holding. <laughs> if it's a King James version we're doomed, right? And <laughs> it explain the dying. The English, the Englishness, yes, the Englishness of the the King James version.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we I mean, we've talked about Yay before and we talked about what he's trying to do culturally. Do, do we have a, the, all the things that he's trying to say? Is there an out here? The things. The things. The things that the bird says. Um, Yeah,
1: I don't think he wants to speak a dead language anymore. Hmm. I can relate to that. The language is dead. It's a like goth in the, in the way of, a, uh... it's missing its own mythology right now. And because it's formed in the cauldron of commerce, it's becoming colder and colder. Hmm. You know, we don't have a. We have the man the formation of our English. You know, we've become it's, it's it's interesting actually, that um you know, women in the workforce and being pushed outside of the home or pushed into a position where the family isn't their primary uh, habitation. Yeah. We're still t- talking about a mother tongue. Mm-hmm. Women are not forming the mother tongue anymore in the home around their families women, or in their neighborhoods or in their communities. Now women are in corporate environments. Mother tongue is now caged in corporate kind of worlds. So, as the generations are coming through this project instead, you know, it's not the diamond, it's not this uh thing that's going to be polished and then absolutely will never change and will never crack, you know. The the language is moving with us in time. Women are moving in time and influencing the language and the mother tongue is going through this coming more and more affected by commerce and less affected by holy things that are untouched by trade
0: we started with jacinda um whatever she did resign run run,
1: (laughs) gone into rehab
0: who knows (laughs) we don't know at least we didn't when we started yes uh yeah. Well, then, and and I, what you said what you said about her language and the way she was speaking to everyone was yes. this this sort of scolding kindergarten teacher, which is of course not your mother. It's it's the the woman who is in place of your mother because you've been given to this corporate set of children yes. to be taken care of in the school.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's that pattern repeated and influencing our language. I mean, I've noticed it here in Australia. I'm not sure if you, you you guys have the same problem in America, but if you go into a retail environment in Australia, it's always women, especially sometimes men, but almost with the 99% accuracy. I can predict that somebody will speak to me like I'm still years old when I'm in a retail space. <laughs> it's strange. It's... it's a it's a trend. I don't know why. Oh. You walk in as a grown adult and they'll ask you how to do it with the kind of this synthetic uh, synthetic concern because it's the same kind of uh, assumption of fragility that you would mm. use. Very small children and and yet it's being done with uh grown adults in 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 an adult environment in a in, you know in an adult commercial environment so it's very strange the mother tongue it's not having an infusion of fire and
0: warmth. Ah, but it will, if we end the if we read to the end of the poem. With the drawing of this love and the voice of this calling, we shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Through the unknown remembered gate when the last of earth left to discover is that which was the beginning. At the source of the longest river, the voice of the hidden waterfall and the children in the apple tree, not known because not looked for, but heard, half heard, in the stillness between two waves of the sea, quick now, here, now, always, condition of complete simplicity, costing not less than everything, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well, when the tongues of flame are enfolded into the crowned knot of fire, And the fire and the rose are one. Pretty, pretty, and of course he's quoting Julian Norwich in there with the all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well. And there's the anchoress who lives in her little cell and can look out into the world and see how. Well, but is famous for her visions because she had a vision of Christ, hmm. uh, among other among other things. I mean, these very complicated visions that we have in her showings, the revelations. It's it's so it's so interesting to me. For be, I've taught the medieval England class a few times, and you all on unauthorized to benefit from that class because I did the lectures in the medieval history series based on some of that teaching that I did. But coming back to it now after we've been working on the poetry and it's all, you come back always with the English to the poetry. Kilts needs to come back. (laughs) Let me find her again. I'm back. Can you hear me? This is me. I think it's been dropping. the The Skype has been dropping you. Okay. This is not good. <laughs> anyway, We're getting deplatformed. <laughs> we're getting deplatformed from a, you know our star our, our unauthorized stream is still there, right? So we're, we're we're good. But I so I was saying that the the, the things that I've been thinking about and teaching the medieval England course are folded into some of the the lectures that I have on unauthorized. Um, yes. And. I mean, what the sort of history is now in England, every, all of what we're doing is English, all of the, you know, the, what we've talked about in other contexts with the, you know, the white, whatever that is, nationalism, whatever that is with the Vindy machine and the, the problem of culture, um, that, that for English, I, I feel like I've learned something a lot in our conversation tonight, this feeling of English is only the sea. No wonder it ends up in the Empire. No wonder it ends up in the commercial and pigeon and and yet it can be anchored as be tried to show the English could be in Christ in Christ in his majesty, in Christ as the Maker, in Christ as the one who we see in those you know glorious early medieval majesties, which is the image that they I should have thought through this through we I didn't realize we'd get here. The image in the um, book that they copy in Gero to send down to the Pope, which includes both a representation of Ezra copying all the books of the Bible, the tabernacle, which is the place where the revelation is going to happen, and then the revelation, which is Christ in majesty enthroned on the seraphim as he's seen in in Revelation. Mm. And that that is... For the English, that is the only mythology they have, because, as Tolkien realized, as a Catholic, they didn't have anything else. Whether the conversion is so successful, or I'm thinking, I'm starting to think about this. Maybe we can do this one next time. The the degree to which the English filtering of what they take from the Bible is, in fact, a expression of their deepest longings. We could get there, right? But but the, yeah. but the, then it folds back into the longing for the English is for Christ.
1: That longing for the new Jerusalem.
0: Yeah.
1: Which if uh, misplaced, puts puts you on the
0: sea. We're in the ark. Yes. We'll send out a dove <laughs> don't leave this time every time I start reading poetry your internet drops you the dove descending breaks the air with flame of incandescent terror of which the tongues declare the one discharge from sin and error the only hope or else despair lies in the choice of pyre or pyre to redeem, be redeemed from fire by fire who then devised the torment. Love. Love is the unfamiliar name behind the hands that wove the intolerable shirt of flame, which human power cannot remove. We only live, only suspire, consumed by either fire or fire. It's love. Eliot loved Dante. <laughs> so there's a lot of Italian lurking um, underneath his poems. And it's like, you yeah, I, I know you've spent some time in Italy. So the the, the English looking to Rome where, you know, when Gregory the Great sends the missionaries, but the English looking to the Mediterranean, the English have always been looking outside of England mm. for that that story that they want to belong to. Um, I, I suppose, well,
1: I mean, go ahead. As you were reading that, I was thinking, we are, we're caught between the Inferno and the Paradiso. You know, we're caught between the Inferno and Paradiso. In purgatory. Yeah. Our English. <laughs> <laughs> the Purgatory.
0: Tested in our stories. I mean, English, so the English, we say they, they make a big They also make the novel which is um, in the 19th century the great English art form. I mean there's some French that that work on it, but the great you know it's like when English literature used to be a thing and if he's like you're you're lamenting the death of English you should be because it's the the English literature as an academic subject because with the, you know the loss of English literature as something that we're trying to access, we lose that you know very specifically that culture of what Jane Austen and George Eliot and Thomas Hardy and, you know, the, 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 the English novelists, of the, Dickens, the English novelists in the 19th century are very deeply responsible for our vision of this thing that we think that we have as a culture, mm. plus the iambic pentameter. Well,
1: they're, de- they're dealing with the hot future. If we lose that in English, we're left with the laboratory of scientific exploration, and and that's it, it becomes completely utilitarian and cold. Yep.
0: So it is iambic pentameter or bust. It is iambic pentameter (laughs) or bust. We (laughs) have now achieved explanation. Why poetry? Why Christianity? Why the Dragon Common Room? We did it. (laughs) (laughs) So this is our man, oh, I know this, this is is a demonstration of the method, the revelation of the method that we have been actually working towards all along with these videos and with our work in the Dragon Common Room of why we as speakers of English need the poetry because without it, we don't Mm. have the stories that we need to be informed by that we are informed by, and that carry our heart. Mm -hmm. We're lost. We're lost at sea. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So Casey says, very appropriately, pray for Mary's dowry, mother of our mother
1: tongue. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, who will teach us to speak? We need our mother.
0: That's a good place to leave. <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. We will find our mother next time. Continuing on the Mosaic ark With doves and fire. Good night.